Welcome to Books on Air, the podcast that tells the story behind the book. It includes insights from authors about how they compose their work, what inspires them, and what they hope you'll take away from their book. Here's your host for this episode of Books on Air, Suzanne Harris. Welcome to the Books on Air podcast. I'm Sloan Fremont filling in for Suzanne Harris. This is a podcast where listeners get the secret story behind every book. Joining me today is Athan Penayatu, author of the book Fog, Volume 1, Chaos and Quantum City. This book is a gritty take on the superhero genre with some elements of humor and suspense thrown in too, as not everyone will use their unique abilities for good. So Athan, I want to welcome you to the Books on Air podcast. Hello. Hiya. <laughs> so let's start out by telling the audience just a little bit about yourself and what led you to write your book, Fog, Volume 1, Chaos and Quantum City. Well, um, uh, I've just always really been a really creative, uh, you know, just so much creativity that I've just, I've always wanted to make like my own kind of superhero kind of universe. And, and from a very young age, like 16, 17, I had like draw like illustrations of these characters Mm -hmm. that I I was doing. And I just, I, I really, I really wanted to just you write the stories like as, as if they were like the comic books mm-hmm. and uh within that next like year so I was like 17 I um I, I started and it, it was something very very like um very like it was kind of like I was writing it as like issue by issue as if it was a comic book but then mm-hmm. I, I I didn't have the time or the means to do that so I, I ended up making it into a novel I see. Yeah. Well, so can you set the scene for us and, and tell us when and where the story takes place? So it's in like an alternate uh, future of of the life that we live in. Uh, okay. It's, it's set, in, uh, set in 2183 mm-hmm. and it's set in Ireland um, in a fictional city called Quantum City that is more or less uh, where the location of Galway is. Um, and yeah, it's it's like a very it, it's quantum city is kind of like a semi utopian, you know, like it's half, the other half dystopian. It's not all good, and mm-hmm. there's always people plotting behind the scenes, <laughs> and these characters kind of just get thrown into the mix and have to figure out how what you know what what's going on and how they're going to use their abilities. Yeah, yeah. So, can you introduce us to some of the main characters from your book? Yeah, uh, so there is Nathan or Nathan Stewart. He is kind of like the the main embodiment of like the the, the good character. He, he always wants to like strive to do the right thing and um, just also just try to live like uh, an everyday normal life. He, he's got a bit of a secret identity. Um, uh, and then you've got Karis, who is the other more or less kind of protagonist. Mm-hmm. She is very, very complicated, kind of like a, um, hmm, uh, uh, she, she's just very quirky, goofy, but also has a lot of uh, psychotic kind of edge to her. Mm-hmm. And you'll find you'll you can you can find out why and you know more about her in the book. Um, and then there's her brother Felix, who's a couple of years older, and he's more he he start he, he kind of wants to like protect her at the start, 
but he soon realizes that she's kind of grown into her own a person and she can protect herself with these abilities. Um, and he, he's very, he's kind of more of a gray character. He, he just kind of wants to get by. Um, not everything he does is, uh, let's say, um, good or he's not, he's not, he's not evil. He just, he just wants to get by with, he just gets fed up with people like a lot easier and, um, but he just kind of wants to sit at home with a beer and that's all he really <laughs> wants to do. Right. But, um, and, and, and the other character, Natasha is, a, is a bit like Felix. She, she's, she's like, she doesn't take any, any, um, what's the word? She has a very, she's a sh- shorter fuse. She'll, she'll take matters into her own hands and, fix a situation by herself um and a bit hot-headed but yeah so they're they're like the main uh four like protagonists and then the main antagonists well there's there's a few because i did it as like a comic book form, right. format so there, there'd be like more of it like you know bad guys and villains that will come in but uh the, the one of the most interesting would be elliot and he's He's the one that's um, really stirring the pot. He is he is causing like causing grief and uh, <laughs> uh, what's the word um, hindering. He's a he's a hindrance. Mm-hmm. I guess you could say they're hindering each other. But yeah, he he's got his own plan in the works and things he wants to do, and they're not they're not morally good. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so that, that that's like the main characters. But he's very Elliot's very like upper class like stereotypical kind of snob but um he's very intelligent and he he a bit he can be a bit unhinged but yeah you'll 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 have to read it to find out right right yes well and it's <laughs> so it sounds like you have an interesting mix of of characters and you know the perfect storm for a good story with all those those different qualities and so did you draw on like people you've known over your life for these characters or were they just these ideas that came to mind and you knew that these characters had these qualities um i think Back when uh, I was like teenager, I I think I, I I was basing like Nathan after my after myself, and mm-hmm. uh, hence with just adding an N to my name, Athan Nathan, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and uh, so and I guess that was just the young optimist in, in myself. I'm like, yeah, right. let's go. He's the good character, um, and then I guess Karis is almost kind of like a like a really like because like there's a bit of a story to that name so like the when i was uh a child unborn they they thought i was going to be a girl so that my name was going to be karis so i I just really got drawn to that name and ended up making that character and uh not not that i'm basing myself off of that character (laughs) right but uh but uh yeah so th- like they're they're just that's just kind of how the names came about i was just kind of like playing around uh but not not so much that i'm basing uh my drawings or the appearances off of um like friends or family or anything mm-hmm. they were just kind of like these ideas that just kind of put pen to paper or pencil to paper paper 
Yeah. Yeah. And so which character was your favorite to write? Probably Karis, because she's yeah. just so unex like like um you'll you can't really expect what she's gonna do next because she's just mm. so impulsive and uh wacky and zany. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so when you're writing, I mean, one of the things and what I love talking to authors about when you're writing is that like, especially with characters and um, how they develop uh, as you're writing the story, like there's so much freedom to make to allow the characters to do whatever they want. Right. Like because it's it's your story. So you get to tell it however you want. And so when you're when you're writing and you're you know, you're um, creating these characters and these personalities that that come out. It's always so interesting for me to hear how those come because um, it's, they develop over time, it seems. And, and that freedom I think would be so fun to be able to, to have when you're writing. Yeah, definitely. Um, I really do love character development and it's just like, if the, the characters definitely aren't the same as they were at the start of the book, than they are at the end of the book. Mm-hmm. And and like even with like the the book after it, which is un- unpublished, um, but like the characters continue on, their their stories continue on, their their personalities change. But yes, um, like I really had a lot of fun with their kind of own like individual journeys and like mm-hmm. how they change. Uh, with Felix, he is very just. You know, as I said earlier, he's just kind of he struggles through life. He just kind of wants to do what's easiest, but eventually he will take up more responsibility. That's just like a little hint, but like, yeah, I really do love the the change in uh, character development. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So, so let's move into the story a little bit more. What is one of your favorite scenes from your book? Favorite scenes, I think. Um, my favorite scene is probably, I think it's when Karis goes on a bit of a rampage. She goes after, uh, a, like after the company that wronged her, and she just, she's she just, just kind of let lets all hell set, let let loose. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. um, and there's that's there's like a pinnacle moment that happens there where um, like things happen I'm not going to spoil but uh yeah I think it's it's that and it's just the creativity that I had with like how she uses her abilities um and how how creative she could get with them uh, yeah. per se as well uh, and how much she's actually kind of practiced and honed and how to use them um to her to her own kind of like uh personality I guess but um yeah, yeah I think I think it's that I just have a lot of fun writing 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 her as a character and how she deals in with situations yeah and especially something set in the future too right because again anything goes right it's in the future so there's no parameters yeah. there's no like guardrails you have to go buy or anything and that's one of the reasons I love reading like futuristic books sci-fi that kind of stuff and, and even watching movies like that because to me it opens up your own as the reader it opens up my creativity to help me think about things differently or look at di- things differently. Because again, I'm in like, as I'm reading it, I'm putting myself in that futuristic place. Um, and it's, to me, it's always, I feel like it, it, it helps me expand creatively reading um, these types of books like this. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
So as you're writing the book, what surprised you the most in your writing process? Um, to be honest, I, I actually quite surprised myself because uh, I think with how I write, I will I will kind of get the base storyline down in bullet points in, in like mm-hmm. a separate um, word like document, and then mm-hmm. when I'm doing dialogue, it ju- I just kind of let it flow naturally and how that person would react or reply to that person, um, and I guess that's kind of the main surprise. Um, I think one of the I think the big surprise is when I I create um, separate like kind of aspects of the story. And then I think it was in yeah in the writing process that I realized, oh my goodness, these things all can connect together and just <laughs> really bring the story all together. And I think that like I I think I did it um like a bit unintentionally. Yeah. But I've done it a few times and I, I I just I love it when it happens and it really surprises myself. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And I'm sure that feels good too, because it's like, you're kind of taking these different avenues and then to have it all tied together. is like, yes, this is like, this is working. This is how I wanted this to be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's probably the most exciting thing. I think as well with when I'm going, when I'm reading back through earlier stuff and like if I'm making changes, Mm -hmm. um, I'll realize, oh, this needs to be changed. And then it, it opens up more ideas and like, um, conclusions to, um subplot lines and stuff like that yeah but yeah, yeah. It, it really it really is can can just be out of the blue and just yeah surprise myself um <laughs> and yeah those are the sometimes, best surprises <laughs> definitely sometimes and if I'm if I'm going back and I'm 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 reading all like you know like in the process of like my, I need to catch up on what I've written to make sure if it all makes sense and the continuity is fine. I will stumble across my own jokes and laugh at them. That that's how. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that has to feel really good. I mean, that's yeah, <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Just how silly it is. But yeah, um, and I'm like, right, if I'm laughing at it and if I've forgotten, like that has to be funny. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so so what would you say sets your book apart from other books in this genre um I think it's probably there's not a lot of that kind of superhero like but like dark gritty like you, there is a bit more of it coming up like now but with like tv shows but I think mm-hmm. with like just the more adult themes that are in it that you don't really see a lot like if I'm referencing to like some of Marvel and DC, it's very uh, like it's, it's hard to describe. Just like this golden age, like superheroes, and they can yeah. do no wrong. And yeah. um, but I really wanted to kind of have my own like band of superheroes that are set at a, like closer to home because a lot of the superhero genres are set in like Spider-Man in New York and um, like in uh, America. And I just wanted mm-hmm. to make my own ones in, in Ireland and Northern Ireland at home. So, uh, and the UK. So just that and the, the tone, the tonality of it where it's anything can happen. And these characters are so complex and not everyone's going to use their abilities for good. And that just, you know, it can all spiral out of control. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. And then again, as a reader, it takes you to a different place, right? You can like totally lose yourself in stories like this because you're, um, you're going to a different place. And it's, um, I always love stories like that. Yeah, definitely. I, um, I, I really love, what was I going to say? Uh, um, hi. Yeah. I, like when I'm writing the scenes, I, I actually really, I actually just pictured the scenes and like, yeah. as, as if it's playing out as a film or a, a TV show. And that really sucks me in to my own writing when I'm doing it. And I can really mm-hmm. picture everything. And, um, it's just, it's quite exciting. Um, to, to to have that writing process as well yeah yeah for sure and so thinking back about the writing process and and who you were before you wrote the book and and now on the other side of the book and even having you know your second book um in the works what would you say what did you learn about yourself or how can like looking back on yourself how much how would you say you've changed through this process um I think it's probably just with my um skill of writing or making Mm -hmm. like storytelling and surprising myself in how I can make really captivating stories and uh just kind of like a an exercise of creativity and having to connect lots of things together with continuity I have a lot of side projects that I do in my spare time and I, I really like to connect stories over as if it's like a really lived in world that mm-hmm. some things will affect other other characters yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um that that's I think it's just the exercise of connecting things and creativity and it's really uh opened my my um my thought pro- process mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. how am I gonna tackle these stories in future mm-hmm. yeah and then I would I mean would you say that carries over in other areas of your life too? Like in, in the way you look at the world and the way you really experience life after you've been through something like this with the writing? Um, I think so. Yeah. I think, well, I mean, there's a lot of things that I'll take or I think with in the, like in the real world, uh, I think I try to make, uh what's the word uh, i forgot the word but like connect it like i, I can't remember the word <laughs> <laughs> connect okay. it back and forth like from the fiction to like oh what kind of technologies exist like in the real yeah. life and mm-hmm. how i can like translate that and make it more sci-fi um and yeah i, I yeah i think <laughs> so that's yeah yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's, um, and you know, so you've been through the writing process and you wrote your book. What advice would you offer someone who's just starting out with writing or maybe someone who has an idea and hasn't quite got started yet? What would you, what advice would you offer them? Um, I would advise if you've got, uh, like a small group of friends or a couple of friends who love writing as well, definitely shoot ideas back and forth. Um, I've got a couple of friends who are also writers and we, we will give, uh, sh- share our ideas or mm-hmm. concepts. Mm-hmm. Like, is this good for the story? Um, and I'll help them with things and they'll help me. And then it, it is very, very beneficial, especially if you're in like a, a creative rut or like you've got writer's block. Mm-hmm. Definitely sharing ideas. Um, bouncing off of each other, bouncing off your friends will 
definitely help and benefit because it nearly works every time. Yeah. Uh, if I'm if I'm if I've got a creative burst like a muse, mm-hmm. it'll it'll inspire my friends and uh, vice versa. It, it it just creativity is contagious. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I love that, that inspiration amongst each other too. You can help inspire each other. Yeah. So I, I would say that just definitely surround yourself with other creative, uh, like-minded people and share your ideas. Uh, not, not to the point that, you know, that, that they're going to steal your ideas, make sure right. they're your actual friends. <laughs> but, uh, uh, like, cause I'd be wary with like, uh, writing like focus scripts and stuff in case like they yeah know. but uh yes I would um definitely definitely uh get your uh help from friends and stuff like that yeah 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 I love that so my guest today has been Athan Panayatu author of the book Fog Volume One Chaos and Quantum City and Athan before we close out today what do you hope the readers learn or take away after reading your book. I think I would like for the readers to um, somewhat see 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 them like t- take something uh, away from the book from from the characters. Maybe they could learn something, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but maybe if they could maybe see themselves in the characters mm-hmm. and uh, as, as if 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 they enjoy the story i feel like if someone is like uh, enjoys the story i feel like i've i've done my mission yeah i've if so if i've made someone happy that's all that matters yeah yeah great i love it and, and Athena, i want to thank you for joining us today and being our guest on books on air well thank you very much it's been a pleasure Yes, and you can find more about the book, Fog, Volume 1, Chaos and Quantum City on Amazon, and I'll link to the book in the show notes, so be sure to check that out. You've been listening to the Books on Air podcast brought to you on webtalkradio.net. You can also hear this podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. I'm Sloan Fremont, and I hope you'll join us for the next Books on Air podcast. Remember, you never know who's going to be here, and you never know what we're going to talk about. Thank you so much for listening.